Hi, this is Amaya from JK Lee City Youth. We are happy to be talking more about the tennis on our podcast, Martial Arts and More. We are happy to be celebrating thankfulness and giving all the holiday season. I'm thankful for my family. What are you thankful for? I'm thankful for my family and friends and um, school and karate and the things I have and um, mostly everything. I'm thankful for my dog. I'm thankful for my friends and family, and I'm thankful for my toys. I'm thankful for my shirts, my room, the house that we have, my family, my friends, especially you. Our special guest this week is from the River West Food Pantry. If you'd like to help Click on the link in the comments or notes, or visit their website at riverwestfoodpantry.org. Would you like to help with our podcast? Join our team. Send us an email to info at martialartsandmore.org. Thank you. Welcome to our podcast, Martial Arts and More. Our show is about how we can take what we learn as martial artists out into the world every day. We are looking for examples of our tenets, courtesy, integrity, perseverance, self-control, and indomitable spirit in action. We're excited to welcome Miss Amanda Ferrandorf for our second episode on our podcast. Could you tell us a little bit more about yourself and what you do? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so hello, everyone. My name is Amanda, as Chloe so nicely introduced to me. Um, I currently work at the River West Food Pantry, which is located in the River West neighborhood. Um, I, my job description specifically is in communications and fundraising, um, but I also work a lot with people who come through as shoppers um, and who need the food, and also other operational parts of handing out the food and um, other aspects in that regards. Um, so I've been working there for over a year now, and I volunteered um, about two years prior to that as well. Um, so yeah, that's my introduction. And for those of us that don't know what a food pantry is, how would you explain it? Yeah, for sure. So I would say, um, okay, here's what I'll say. So I would say like most people, when you think of a food pantry, you think of like bread lines, right? So there's somebody who's obviously in need. Um, you might even think of someone who's homeless um, that would come in and need food. However, that's not always the common case of just like this idea of bread line. Um, at the River West Food Pantry, we really promote this idea of community building and where we're focused way more on um, you are a person and I am a person and so we're coming together around that. Um, a lot of the people we serve um, not always in like this crisis situation of homelessness um, or other type of extreme circumstance. That's probably about 10% maybe even less of the people we serve. Um, a lot of people that come to our doors or come now to our parking lot um, to receive the food that we give out um, either are on a limited amount of income, which means that they're usually in this certain service industries or seasonal industries where their jobs are contracted and only like pay a small amount and aren't able to pay someone um, consistently throughout a whole year. Uh, we also serve a significant amount of people who are disabled 
or um, people who are elderly and so they're on social security income or other government incomes that can supply for basic needs but still at the end of the month isn't enough for them to also be able to purchase food. Um, we also serve a significant amount of families um, with like multiple children who aren't able to just make that last meal of the end of the month or last couple of months. Um, and particularly with COVID, uh, we've had a lot of people come to us that have never been to a food pantry before. Um, and so what we try to focus on is that it's not us giving you food or us giving them food, this other group of people. Um, it's just recognizing that like, actually we're all people. <laughs> and so that I'm able, what we always say to people is that everyone has the ability to give something of themselves and everybody has the ability to receive something. Um, so somebody who might come to the food pantry as a volunteer and think that they have everything they need and that they're here to just give to someone else um, finds that they're actually able to receive like the goodness of somebody else, the smile, a conversation from someone else and that they needed that. Um, we also believe firmly that people that are materialistically poor in some sort of desolate area or place in their lives, um, we also restore dignity back into that knowing that every single person that comes through has something to give of themselves um, and just recognizing that they also are worthy. Um, they have a talent, they are a human being, and they are able to give something in that regards as well. Right, so the idea of a food pantry is a lot more than just giving, it's about that relationship mm -hmm. and about like, and the people too are like, not just like homeless people, everyone can like be a part of this community. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Another question I would, I have for you is just like, how um, does your food pantry work and like, how has it changed because of COVID? Yeah, that's a great question, Chloe. Thanks for asking that. Um, so I would say pre-COVID or before COVID, um, we used to invite everybody downstairs in the basement of our current location, which is St. Casimir Church, um, which is on the corner of Clark and Wheel um, in the River West neighborhood. Um, we would invite shoppers, volunteers and donors and anyone else that came through our doors downstairs um, we would all eat breakfast together um, and we would just kind of share in that communal space, just really getting to know somebody that we might not encounter at any other point throughout our lives. Um, and then in that space, we also have a shopping experience um, where people can go around and pick out their own food. So it looked a lot more like a grocery store than like your typical food pantry where one would think of like pre-bagging food and then giving it to someone. Um, which really doesn't restore dignity to anybody because what if they're allergic or they have health needs or they don't even like black beans? Like it's not fair to just give people food that they have to eat for the rest of their week. So people would go around and be able to choose their food. Um, we also had like options to pick up produce because we have urban farms that we can get out fresh and healthy produce. Um, just because in the inner cities, there's usually um, a lack of nutritious um, food and like access to that. So we would give out healthy and nutritious food in that regards and also be able to teach like cooking methods of like, how do you cook asparagus? I've never really worked with it before um, so that people can go home and just like be able to like teach each other and like eat healthily with their families. Um, and so that was all wrapped up, I would say, in the like pre-COVID part. So then COVID happened and we had to switch a lot of what we were doing, which I think has been and continues to be like a challenge for us, especially like the question of how are we a community? How do we build relationships? 
um, when we can't physically be together. And I know that our organization and us like aren't the only ones asking that. I think all of us are in our lives in different ways. Um, so what the food pantry looks like right now is more of like a drive-through kind of service. Um, just because we can't afford people to like touch food or come inside, we do unfortunately have to like pre-bag food right now um, just for everybody's safety. Um, and so what one would do if you were coming to get food is you would drive up through our parking lot, tell us how many people are in your family, and based on that number, we would give you bags of food to take home and groceries for your family. Um, I believe that we have started where people can like from their cars, like point out what produce they want. So at least there's still that option to like be able to pick out what you're going to eat for the week. Um, and the same thing would happen for anyone who doesn't own a car, which is also a significant portion of our shoppers, um, where they'll be walk up and then we just hand them their food and then they walk off. Um, so that's what our operations kind of look like right now. Yeah, I'm sure it was definitely like a learning process. Oh, for so sure. Kind of, yeah, so you mentioned like how you get all this food and it's kind of like a grocery store. Where do you get all that food from and like who donates and how can you donate? Yeah, it's super great question. So I would kind of categorize where we get our food from. Um, so I would say normally in the past we've gotten food from, we do get food from the government. Um, so TFAP, the food assistance program through um, the government, we do receive some allocations that way. Um, Hunger Task Force, where we have a partnership and they also give us our food, um, food monthly. And then also Feeding America. And Feeding America kind of leads into like a larger section where it's um, like grocery food rescue. So Feeding America like rescues produce that would have gone bad or like can't be sold in stores anymore, but it's still good to eat. Um, so we'll take food from Feeding America as well. Um, we also get food from our gardens and our urban farm. Um, so a lot of fresh and healthy produce that way. And then the last section I would say is like from personal donors. So people that would like bring in food. Um, unfortunately, because of COVID, some of our food has like limited dramatically on what we can accept. A lot of the times because our, previously we would accept all sorts of food and then have volunteers like touch everything and like sort through it and everything. Um, but we can't gather people to really sort through what we can, what people donate to us. Um, so right now what we're promoting is the opportunity for individuals to donate food online, um, which the link should be, um, and I can give it to you guys afterwards if you'd like to, um, but it is on our website um, and it says just like food donation. And so what that is, is it's through an organization that we have, that we're working with called You Give Goods, where individuals and donors can just go online and just like click a package of peanut butter and then it gets directly delivered to us later. Um, and we're in control of like what foods we need so that people can go on there and see, oh, they directly need these specific foods. And did this um, process was like, um, is this how you ran it before COVID too, like this online portion? Or is that something you guys had to like make up as you went on? It's definitely something we had to make up as the COVID unraveled itself, um, especially in the beginning where a lot of us thought that like COVID was spread by like touching things. Um, we had to think of something quickly to figure out how we could still give out food without having multiple people touch it. Um, so the online donation is definitely new to us. And as the holidays are coming up, like, could you explain how those holiday giveaways work? 
Yeah, absolutely. So we just actually had a fantastic Thanksgiving giveaway um, on this past Saturday, um, where we were able to give out 459 um, Thanksgiving meals to families in our neighborhood, which has also more than in the past as well. Um, and so it worked a little, a little different than it would have last year. Um, normally, we gather everybody in the church of St. Casimir, and we kind of like dismiss people by rows to like receive the food. Um, but this year, because of COVID, it was again like a drive-through system um, where people would drive up and then we would hand them their turkey and other food um, that some of it was from our farm, some of it was donated through the other means that I mentioned earlier. Um, and we were still able to serve like all of those families. And why do you think giving during the holidays is very important? Yeah, I think giving during the holidays is um, really important, but I would like to just say too that like giving all year round is like incredibly important. I think it's very common and working in nonprofit, I've seen this a lot more, that people remember the poor and the hungry a lot during the holidays, which is fantastic because during the holidays, like people are thinking and just really remembering the like beauty and blessings that they have in themselves. Um, whether that be the family or the abundance that, you know, they have in their lives. Um, but the hungry and the poor are still there after Thanksgiving and after Christmas and after the New Year's. Um, and so I think just re truly remembering and just being grateful and very sincere for what you have is incredibly important. And then just also recognizing that, like, it's not that different from some, it would not have, how should I put this? it would have been very easy for one of us to be in the shoes of somebody else who doesn't have any of that. Um, a lot of it is just by luck of the draw or the way the world and the cards you were dealt of no choice of your own. Um, so just remembering that abundance and blessings and being able to share that with somebody else. I think that's a really important message and just kind of tie this into the Taekwondo tenants. Mm -hmm. like which tenants like courtesy, integrity, perseverance, self-control and indomitable spirit you think are more most important for your food pantry? Mm, this is a good question. So can I ask a question back to you, Chloe? Because I had to look it up. Can you describe to me in your own words what indomitable spirit is? Indomitable spirit is kind of just like, like a positive attitude and just making sure like you're positive in yourself, even if you might not feel that way. Hmm, that's good. That's good. Okay. So I have two that I think speak a lot to our work specifically. Um, so I would actually love to say the indomitable spirit of just like the positivity and just like um, working through what you have put in front of you. I think that um, at working in a food pantry or just encountering the poor or just the vulnerable kind of brings out a lot of like feelings that you're not really sure what to do with and just like experiencing like well, like this world is kind of crazy that like somebody's living like that and I've never experienced that. I think people can feel guilt or brokenness within themselves. Um, and so it's incredibly important still to remember the joy and the happiness that we all share as in like, I think we all can share in certain sufferings in this world. Um, you know, like everyone knows what it's like to be hungry and that's a reality, but we also know the beauty and the goodness of sharing a meal with somebody. Um, and so I think that indomitable spirit is like incredibly important for food pantry and our work. Um, the other one I was gonna say is perseverance. Um, I would particularly say that during this time more than most, um, but to me, they sound very similar as the indomitable spirit um, of just like, 
here's all these things of our reality right now. And a lot of it is outside of our control. However, we get to choose how to respond to that. Um, and I think like working through it and being committed to another person is incredibly significant, um, particularly in our community or in the poor and destitute of Milwaukee or like our neighbor. It's like important to persevere through the hard times, recognizing the like worth of the other person and the worth of yourself. Um, and that's like definitely worth working hard for um, under any circumstances. Especially another one of the tenants that are really important for, I'm sure, the food pantry as well is courtesy. Why do you think that's so important, especially during these times? Yeah, for sure. Um, so I think courtesy is incredibly important. Um, I think right now in our world, there's just a lot of people that we'd like to look up to as like role models or leaders, um, and they're just not acting as such. And so I think it's really hard in this day of like, what does it actually mean to treat another person? Um, and so I just want to double check courtesy. So I looked it up really quick and it just is like, it said like, okay, telling the politeness and just being like having a good attitude and behavior. And I think that's like incredibly important, but I think like real courtesy and like true courtesy is even like deeper than that. Um, Cause I think you can be polite on the outside, but not like inside really respect somebody. Um, and so I think true courtesy is just, again, like putting aside any previous judgments you have, putting aside any thoughts you have or like preconceived notions um, that you might think about someone just upon seeing them and really like listening to them and being respectful about that, um, asking good questions and just like, what does it mean to be in your shoes? What does life look like from your point of view? Um, because I'm only one person, I'm Amanda, and I don't know, Chloe, what it's like to live in your shoes. But if I want to find out or try to see what that's like, it's a really good idea for me to be courteous and respectful and ask good questions and to listen well. Right. And I think this goes for all of our tenants. It's not just how you seem on the outside. It's also on the inside. Like it's important to take action. You can't just say you're courteous. You have to do those actions to kind of be courteous. Right, exactly. And I think we do that a lot at the food pantry, um, as I've talked about a whole lot already about community um, and building relationships. Like if you want to build a true relationship, you want to truly get to know the other person. And in the same respect, you want to like let your guard down a little bit and be a little vulnerable and let somebody else know who you are. Um, and being courteous is like respecting the other person like no matter their past, like no matter what the mistakes they've made, because you want to be shown that same courteousness, because you know that you've also made some mistakes and you've also are not a perfect person. Right. And empathy kind of ties in with this as well. Even though it's not one of our tenants, it's also really important to like be in another person's shoes and like see how they feel, like what you mentioned before. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And I feel like all the tenants are kind of relevant here anyways. And especially like Tenants can also can tie into like volunteering in general. And why did you decide to like volunteer here? And why do you think volunteering is so important? Yeah, absolutely. That's a good question. Um, so I originally, before I started working for the food pantry, I was um, a volunteer and I think I volunteered like almost every week for a very long time. Um, and I'm not quite sure how to connect it per se, um, but I would say that like volunteering is incredibly important because I think you get to like a, you get to like find out what it means to give of yourself. Um, I think that it's kind of hard, especially now during COVID, but even before 
there aren't a lot of opportunities to like sacrifice yourself for another person um, and just recognizing that like it's okay and important to like put yourself aside for the needs of another person and just like being able to love that person in a different way and like sacrifice for that. Um, I would also say it's particularly important to volunteer just to like be in a, a situation that's kind of uncomfortable or like makes you rethink how you live your everyday life. Um, I know a lot of volunteers um, have come to me after volunteering at the food pantry and have just been like really distraught and been like, I had no idea that people lived like this. Like I had no idea that like these people are like my neighbors. I had no idea that this person is actually just like me. Um, and I think like going to that place and meeting that person can be uncomfortable, which is why a lot of people might not want to do it or feel like they don't want to do it. Um, but I believe it's incredibly important to like people leave the food pantry changed. They like understand and their world perception has just broadened of like, how am I living my everyday life? Like what actions am I doing and how does that impact or interact with other people? I think that's really important. Is that why you chose to volunteer too? Yeah, absolutely. I just was so convicted after volunteering specifically at the River West Food Pantry um, that everyone is connected. And in a way, we're kind of all responsible for each other. Um, just like we kind of forget that we belong to each other. Like no one can make it out of this world alone. Like we have to share in this space of like, yeah, like I know what it's like to have a bad day, but like you also know what it's like to have a bad day and we can kind of come around that and together we can make it through. And kind of just to tie this up a little bit, is there any last message you would like to leave with our listeners today? Hmm, let me think really quick. So I think if I had to say one thing, um, I would just kind of focus on the communal aspect and how important like relationships are. Um, I've talked a lot about that on this podcast already, um, which might sound funny coming from someone who works at a food pantry. Um, but we know that like food is more than just like what you consume. It's like a place where we can encounter people like Thanksgiving is coming up and just like think back to like past Thanksgivings where you're like sitting around a table and you're just like sharing a meal with people. You're like learning recipes from your grandmother and you get to like build a relationship that way. And now think maybe towards this Thanksgiving where it feels very different and there's like something missing. Like, yeah, the turkey and the cranberry might still be there, but like it's not about the food, it's about the people. So I would just say like in this time where I think a lot of us are feeling like sincere isolation um, and just like not really sure what to do, I would say like wherever you are, like whatever you're doing and whatever your life looks like, like make an effort to like reach out to someone. Um, that doesn't have to be completely volunteering at the Robust Food Pantry. It doesn't have to be like going to the inner city of Milwaukee or like going outside your city. Um, I think it means like look at your house and like who's in your home right now that like might just need an extra person to talk to like where's your grandparents right now like what are they doing this thanksgiving give them a phone call and just like meet them where they're at like who are your neighbors like what's their thanksgiving look like maybe it's worth having a conversation outside six feet away um and i think that that's what's most important right now and that's like what's going to get us through this time that's really difficult for all of us i think that's a really important message and very well said Thank you for taking the time to be on this podcast. And thank you for teaching us so much more about the River West Food Pantry, giving, and I hope all of our listeners 
have also been encouraged to give the gift of giving during this season. And if you would like to donate to the River West Food Pantry, visit their website, riverwestfoodpantry.org to make a donation. Because of COVID-19, all donations must be made online through their website. They are also accepting youth volunteers of all ages. Thanks again and happy holidays.